Welcome to the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa, where we discuss dating and other significant relationships. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. It's the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. And Poppy, we have a very exciting show. I think this show has garnered maybe the most commentary on Facebook. <laughs> People feel some kind of way about this topic. And Absolutely. I figured it would uh, stir up the pot a little bit. And uh, man, did they deliver. And did. Um, I thought for a second the men would remain silent. But then we have to thank uh, Brian and Manny. <laughs> they came through <laughs> in the clutch. The <laughs> I was like, you were out there manning it solo. That's um, all right. I'm used to it. I, I I don't mind, you know, you know where I stand with a lot of stuff and I, I hold my ground. I hold my water with some of these opinions. You absolutely do. But, right, um, wrong, or indifferent. I like to <laughs> have my own thoughts. So um, to tease you no more, our topic tonight is can people of the opposite sex be just friends? Platonic friends. Platonic friends. And I guess that's actually, the key here. Because Actually, this would go for any you know, same sex or whatever, you know, people who would be date material. Sure. Uh, but just to do a disclaimer there, but, you know, we're we're both in pretty heteronormal, you know, as they say now, what the term is. Um, so that's what we're coming from. I'll say that as a disclaimer, my own personal viewpoint and yours, Poppy. So, uh, but for anybody else, you know, feel free to jump into the conversation because I would like to know, honestly, you know, if you are in a, uh, any LGBTQ plus you know, does the how do the rules work in a same sex? You don't even think about that, uh, putting that out there. But I would imagine that, um, and that friends? may be a part two, perhaps. Yeah, um, really. But I would imagine that those same, um, you know, sensations, those same worries, mm-hmm. I know the it all jealousy, yeah. that all has to exist in some capacity. Right. Um, but I just worry about this friends part. You know that that was a, a lot of our topic. Um, you know, you and I have kind of talked about this just on and off over the course of our time knowing each other. And to hear everybody else have such a very strong opinion about, um, you know, this, can you be connected to someone else and not want anything more, you know, in a relationship, sexually, whatever. Um, What do you think? So I do believe that people of the opposite sex or different sexes mm-hmm. can be friends. Um, I do believe that because I have female friends that I've just mm-hmm. been friends with and have never been romantically involved in any capacity mm-hmm. in any level. Mm-hmm. Um, have you caused problems for those women in their relationships? You know what? Because you know Poppy. If I have, <laughs> they have not told me. Oh, okay. Now, I'm not saying I haven't, but yeah. normally... Yeah. I think you can attest to that. Mm-hmm. You know, I usually try to keep my distance because... Right. very respectful. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. once a woman tells me... Uh, so I'll use a scenario of, you know, friends with benefits that I've had, right? Mm-hmm. Once they kind of have that conversation with me of, hey, I've met some I met a man who has piqued my interest mm-hmm. and I want to see where this goes, then I fall back and let them be. Okay. Uh, okay. And I, you know... Take, you know, I, I take my ball and go home gracefully. All right. Is there a woman that you have been friends with that you had feelings for and you waited her out? It was not that I had feelings, but that, you know, we really had great chemistry. Mm-hmm. We really enjoyed our time together. Um, 
just because of you know different things that we were looking for we weren't 100 percent compatible so there's um, nobody that you've held out for like she's eventually going to see me as more than a friend if i just stay persistent um to brian's point <laughs> that man, you know what um I will say that I've told my buddies this and I'll put this out there that as a man, it's important to learn to have female friends. Okay. And I tell my guys, and this is why, because as a man, if a man can just maintain a friendship with a woman and just see it as a friendship and nothing else in between, mm -hmm. it's going to ser serve you well for other potential dating scenarios that you may come across or for, you know, learning how to deal with women. Okay, how so? Yeah, let's talk about that for just a minute. Like, what is the benefit of only being friends with someone from the opposite sex? Well, or? first of all, um, with the female friends that I'm close with, mm -hmm. that I trust, mm -hmm. that I, you know, can discuss a lot of um, details about my life, mm -hmm. they give me fresh perspective that I'm not going to be able to get from my buddy Okay. You know, Jose, you know, yeah. just because of yeah. the way the way we're wired and from gender standpoint, we just kind of tend to have different perspectives mm -hmm. and see the world differently. That's okay. just kind of how it is. So from that aspect, um, I do feel that a woman's perspective can be useful, especially if I'm in a tough spot Okay, where I'm like, hey, I don't know how to approach this. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to handle this, mm -hmm. even though I... You know, me and you, we stay on the up and up with a lot of dating topics and a lot of, mm -hmm. you know, material that we like to indulge in. We're, we're still faced with the same scenarios that everybody else is out Absolutely. there. That does, we're not the exception. Yeah. And we're not experts. Yeah. So it's, we, we kind of learn as we go. That's true. We're and building the plane as we and, fly. <laughs> and the people that and the people that follow us. You know, yeah. they they know that we've said that since day one, that we're not experts, but, you know, we're willing to be genuine, authentic, and real about what we face and what we think Absolutely. as it relates to dating. But back to, the topic, everybody. back to the topic, mm -hmm. I do feel that um, I do have a couple of female mm -hmm. friends that I trust dearly okay. and that I know that if I present them with a scenario or a situation, they're going to give me the real talk, okay. the real perspective that I need. Um, and that, you know, possibly enlighten me, you know, with yeah. their opinions because I'm not a woman. So I just, there's yeah. certain things that I'm just not going to understand. There's some stuff you do think. not need to go talking to mama bear about. <laughs> <laughs> I love my mom to death and we were very close, but there's just some stuff that you don't need to be knowing about. She needs to pretend that I'm still eight years old and yeah, still have lots of innocence. <laughs> oh my God. Innocence. This guy. Oh my gosh, you were doing the show together tonight. So y'all can see his face right now. Um, so I guess for me, I do too believe that you can be friends with, um, you know, someone that, you know, you, and he doesn't have to be ugly. Okay, let me put that out there. Um, <laughs> I think this we had a. We had a conversation on the on the Facebook post. Oh, those, those you posts You can only got be ugly to be friends <laughs> yeah. with somebody. But if you are an attractive person, that perhaps they are going to have some feelings or they are going to get attracted to you sexually or whatever. But for me, I think you can have friends of the opposite sex. But I do think you have to have a real conversation about your boundaries, about where you 
how you really feel about the person. Now, does that mean you can't grow into more? Of course you could. Anything right. can grow. Absolutely. Um, but if you just absolutely don't see that person in any type of romantic way, I still think you almost need to have a conversation just to, like, vet the person a little bit and make sure that they're getting into it with the right reasons. Because the last thing I would want to do is lead somebody on or be led on. And I let me tell you a story. So... In my early Tinder days. Um, Tinder? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, hell. Back to Tinder. Where is this going? <laughs> In my early Tinder story time with Nelson, everybody. In my early Tinder days, wait for the book. I'll tell you the rest. Um, I went out with this guy. We had a lot of chemistry. Uh, a lot of good times. We actually did a lot of things that I like to do, you know, as far as my perspective went on it. Um, but as things I thought... We're getting serious emotionally. Right. And I was just going, well, what is this? You know, and I feel like that's how you're going to weed out, you know, the F boys, of course. Because I started asking questions about six months in, like, so what are we doing? Where, where's this going? Where's this going? It might have been four months, not six. But at that time, I was only turning around, like, you know, four months was a long time. <laughs> so he got kind of quiet on me and it was like you know we're just going with the flow we're just being in the there's so many code words that i learned oh, now looking back go with the flow <laughs> go with the flow but finally i was just like no really i just, i'm not saying you have to want to marry me i'm not looking for that but i really like you i'm digging you i like how this feels where are we going right and he finally came clean and said I really like you as a person, Nelsa, but you're not the woman for me. Oof. And, uh, yeah, right. That little kick in the chest right there because I did. And it wasn't like we talked about we're just friends. There was never. And listen, y'all, if they're vague, go on now. Get your stuff and start moving to the door slowly as you're listening to this podcast. Because if they're always vague about their intentions then it's probably nothing. It's probably, you probably just some fun, um, a diversion, a distraction, or the side chick even. Um, so go on and run. But I just felt like, you know, three, you really, most women know from day one how they want to categorize a man. Whether you're going to be a lover, whether you're going to be long-term, if you're going to be a friend. I think somewhere inside of us, there's something I read one time where uh, they said a woman knows at the very first when she sees you if she wants to mate with you or not. I've heard a lot of people say, I've heard I've heard this from articles, I've heard this from mm -hmm. comedians where they say in the first seven seconds a woman knows if she would sleep with a man. Because now, I, that doesn't mean she can't change her mind. Right. But at first but glance. But instinctively. Instinctively in the mm -hmm. first seven seconds a woman can sense whether she would want yeah. to mate with a man or not. And I think you know, men that you can be friends with. Like, you know, I, I love sports. I grew up watching football with my dad, um, playing, you know, basketball. So I was very athletic and was into sports. And so I think, you know, there are men who like the energy of a woman, just like I like male energy around me. Um, and being able to talk about things that maybe the, the, the people of your same identifying gender don't necessarily get into. Um, I love to play pool, billiards. 
Well, most of my girls don't play. You know, that's something that right. I typically, you know, enjoy male companionship doing. So um, I think there are times when just having the energy of a man, it just feels good. Like we don't have to do anything other than hang out or kick it. But for me personally, men just have this energy that I find invigorating, um, I love the way men can get upset and communicate with each other how they feel and still remain friends. Um, I used to say when I was younger, because it always felt difficult. I was an only child, but it always felt difficult to really like clamp down on good female friends and it not end up in some sort of chaos or feelings hurt or grudges or stuff like that just seemed to, or people feeling threatened, you know, by one another. You could just sometimes sense that. But with men, I always felt like I was welcome into the group. Look, somebody was like, yeah, of course you were. You're a woman. Um, but honestly, just like genuinely uh, a friend. We could talk about books we read. We could talk about, you know, silly, you know, nonsensical stuff. Um, and just be, just be sometimes. And so I really think it's possible um, but when things change, though, and you start getting an inkling that somebody's got more investment than you do, you know, that's kind of where we are tonight. Like, where do you draw the line? Um, you know, um, had been dating for a little bit this last few months and uh, <laughs> back in these streets. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome home. <laughs> streets will always welcome you back with open arms. Um but one of the conversations we had was around, you know, I have male friends, you have female friends, but I noticed there was one particular female friend who was always calling and asking for help. You know, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Can you do this for me? Can you come over today? Will you please, you know, watch my my cat, will you do this? It, it was something all the Change time. Change my oil. Change my oil. Um, you know, I just need some help around the house. Um, Women can breadcrumb too. And that's what I felt like was happening. Honest to goodness. And I am really not a jealous person. Like, honest to goodness, I'm not. I, I really can maintain, I think, decently and not be threatened every time you walk out the door. Where are you going? I don't need to look at your phone. Right. I don't care about your messages. We grown. Man. We grown. It's too much for that shit. Right. Yeah. And if you want to have an open relationship, I'm old, I'm old enough and wise enough to be able to negotiate that if if it's good for me. Yeah, if it's a good fit for both. Sure. But what I didn't care for, though, was sort of the you having to hurry. First of all, you hurrying off the phone with me, your woman, to go and, you know, see about another woman felt just some type of way in my spirit. So I did say, you know, let's have a conversation about this particular Absolutely. friend because it wasn't everybody. Like there were other people that, you know, you've been friends for a long, you know, long time. Um, and then one time, you know, we were chatting like FaceTime or whatever. And that particular friend was over for dinner and I was trying to speak to her and she kept her back to me the whole time. And I felt some type of way about that because I was just like, hmm, now why won't you turn around? If this is just all, you know, friends, there's nothing more hmm. here. 
I felt like that was an odd reaction, an odd reaction to have when I really was willing to meet and, you know, I know you're part of the, the background history. history. Yeah. So I'm not saying you got to, you know, supplant anybody that's in your life for me, but I did want to have clear boundaries and, um, that was, you know, that was kind of interesting that her reaction, if this was just friends. She didn't seem very welcoming. She did not seem very welcoming. And you know what? Yeah. I have seen this phenomenon too, and this might be another podcast in itself. I've seen the phenomenon where some women will friends on the shit out of you. Or men too. Let's right. be real. Let's be real. They'll friends on the shit out of you. And then when you bring somebody else along, that's when they're like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. I'm about to, yes. I'm about to lose some of these friend perks that I've been taking advantage of. There it is. You understand, right? Now sometimes it happens inadvertently, mm-hmm. and then I've heard people do it intentionally, just to kind of be like, "All right, yeah. I'm gonna bring a date to your cookout." Yeah, that my friend, quote unquote, invited me, and right. we're gonna see. And honestly, I, I've seen, I've seen the reaction, mm-hmm. and um. You know, you can you can sense that hey, this this person doesn't genuinely seem very happy for me. Right now, it's hard, right? Because could they be that hey, they're just your friend and they want what's best for you, mm-hmm. and maybe they think that you got somebody that's not good for you, mm-hmm. or is there other hidden motives with that? Right. So I do want to put this out here before okay. we we get further into this discussion. I'm here to mention this to to a lot of people, mm-hmm. mainly the women. Mm-hmm. Men don't go to social gatherings to make female friends. You understand? <laughs> They're going to we, bitch. We don't go to the club. <laughs> we don't go to the fucking bar. Right. And then we're like, I can't wait to go make a whole bunch of female friends. Oh. <laughs> we don't think like that. We don't. So if you met him at the club, <laughs> basically Poppy is saying, look, girl, <laughs> that is not what he's looking for. We're not going <laughs> to Club Onyx to find a bunch of friends. You feel me? We're looking for some trouble. We're looking for some adventure. We're looking for mm-hmm. possibilities excitement. and excitement. Yeah. Yes. Potentialities. So with that being said, right? <laughs> Mm. And I think I've even mentioned that on some of the comments where the reason why me as a man, when I've dated women or gotten really close with women, et cetera, mm-hmm. and I get introduced or I'm told about, you know, the male friends, the reason why I'm leery as a man is because I know the way that men operate. Men have the ability to separate any chemistry and emotion mm-hmm. and see pleasure as strictly just a physical thing, regardless of whether you've been friend for 15 years mm-hmm. or they just met you yesterday. Like right. they can put that aside. So that's why as a man, we're always going to be leery of these male friends because if you gave them the opening, mm-hmm. Odds are that they're going to take it. All right. We're dating. We've gotten, you know, pretty good communication set up. Good physical, you know, chemistry going on. 
can you make new friends that are opposite sex? Oof. Like, this is my new friend from work, Karen. <sighs> that's, that's dicey. That's, that's a little dicey. I think it has to be a strong relationship. Okay. But if if you're just like in the first few months of dating and he's already bringing a new girl into the picture, mm-hmm. I would be leery. Karen and I are going to hang out for drinks, baby. Uh, I'll be back late. I would be leery of that. Okay. All right. I would be. Even if it's a female. Right. I'd be like, who's this girl? Okay. Is she bi? Is she, you know, does she play on the other team? Or how does she get down? Okay. Because I've seen that before. Listen, I have two friends within my circle who were married to men who, while they were married, they had affairs with other men. And that in, obviously... Other men or other women. The females that I'm friends with, two females uh-huh. that are close in my circle, oh. were married to these men. Oh, to men who had And then these men ended up men. having relationships and fornicated with other men, men because they were low-down, you know, homosexual. So... Wow. Didn't even think of, on that side of the table. You just brought a whole different uh, dynamic. Like, you know... Is it? But here's the thing: these guys, these two gentlemen, from you know the mm-hmm. ladies' perspectives that they gave me, they were like, as far as they knew, they were straight men. Right. But then, as they started having these difficult conversations, they realized that hey, they really were attracted to men, and they were suppressing it, and they were just trying to live a facade. Wow. For everybody else. Wow. Um, well, and that brings up another good question. You talk about. Um, you know, honest conversation. And, you know, I guess at some point, um, you got to claim that we're doing something, whatever, however you want that to look. We're, we're lovers, we're committed, but open, we're ethically non-monogamous. You know, so many labels. It's sure. so overwhelming pick out one. here. Yeah, pick whatever fits your <laughs> Whatever situation. the hell fits you and whatever you your like. dynamic. Sure. Uh, and not to be dismissive at all, but, you know, it's just really yeah, so It's much. up to you two or three or four to figure out, you know, <laughs> <laughs> how you want to go about it. But all I know, yeah. me personally, once I feel that um, I'm going to be spending a lot of time with this woman, mm-hmm. uh, or once I feel that um, you know, we're going to be play partners or she's going to be my submissive or maybe there's potential for something long-term, mm-hmm. then those conversations need to be had, I right. feel, right. on where you stand. And don't get me wrong. Um, How early is too early? Oh, man. Yeah, that... Because sometimes I, mean, I feel like you could say too much and then sometimes you didn't say enough. To me, like, mm. on a first date, I've, I've done this on first dates before, if, if they ask me. Okay. Now, if they don't ask my opinion, yeah, I kind of let that manifest on its own. Okay. And oftentimes, that topic will come up fairly soon, especially women who have to deal with this on a consistent basis, the ones that have a lot of male friends. Mm -hmm. Because they will tell you, like, hey, I have a lot of male friends. How do you feel about that? Especially if it's broken you up before. Right, because some guys can handle it and some guys can't. And my Mm -hmm. the one thing that I have noticed, at least in my personal experience, with a lot of these close male friends is that there was history there. 
that there had been some th some there stuff was something going on. that there was some smoke and fire there yeah and then for whatever reason it didn't work out or it shifted or somebody got friend zone or it somebody just, got married yeah whatever yeah. happened but um for example i know a few examples off the top of my head where the girl told me mm -hmm. like this was like on a date she told me that oh yeah we used to we we tried dating mm -hmm. so that basically they were saying that hey we have slept together oh. so then that changes the dynamic even more okay but what if it's a really closed door i mean you can close the door typically i do once i'm done i'm done i'm not going back like but i think you know I think do you, you just feel I, as a man like that makes you uncomfortable to feel like this other person knows your person intimately, but other women know you. I intimately. would want. I would want to know. Like if mm -hmm. if I date a woman seriously and she introduces me her to her buddy Jack, mm -hmm. right? I don't want to be the only one that doesn't know that they used to kick it and had a thing. Oh yeah. Now that I want to know that now. hey, you don't want to feel her and Jack were a thing. Yeah. It didn't work out. And they still wanted to be part of their circle or mm -hmm. part of their life or they're hanging on to something that's not really there, whatever the case may be, right? Because I think mm -hmm. somebody did mention that in the in oh, the yeah. comments, right, where somebody said that, that the guy's just kind of hanging around until the right time comes yeah. up or the right opportunity comes up. And that is very possible, you know, where there are some guys who will just kind of hang around until they see an opening or until they see your relationship faltering and then they're going to be right there. Chris Rock even joked around about this. Yeah. Where he said, the next guy that your woman's going to be with, you already met him. You already shook his hand. Probably. He's already been to your barbecue. Yeah. He's he, That's literally how he phrased it. He yeah. said, you already met the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and let's go to our comments. Because Brian Miller, uh, thank you, Brian, for commenting. Uh, quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> Very vociferous. But he yes. makes some valid points. But he did make some really valid points. And I thought this was really one of them. Because uh, I have seen this play out in my own life. Oh, there you go. Men only hang out with a woman with the potential of getting naked with her, period. Um, I think there's a lot of truth in that. Maybe not completely not 100%, always, but I but would say a high percentage. At least at the very front end, right? <laughs> <laughs> at the very front end. Maybe looks down and sees her hammer toes and changes his mind. Um, a man gets friend zone hoping one day she lets down her guard and then he can be at the right place at the right time to capitalize I've on her being vulnerable. Before. Women love the boyfriend validation without sex. She knows that man wants her, but she strings him along, uses his attention time and maybe even his resources knowing mm. she is not sexually attracted to him I've seen some of that but before. makes him think he might have a chance yep. you know in this day and age i just feel like that's just too unsafe because people could snap you've taken them for granted i just don't think that's a good look no matter what what you got going on for yourself just because the unsafeness that that can lead to stringing somebody along and then you've wasted people's time you've wasted their resources i just don't agree with this so but i don't think brian is wrong in saying that this happens and i don't think it just happens no, i think the premise of his point yeah. there's a lot of truth in that where I think so. some people take advantage of somebody's you know generosity yeah friendship yeah but i think there are men who do that as well oh absolutely you know like absolutely. like you said waiting for the weak spot and if you're getting somebody when they're vulnerable you know that's a bit um, to me, it just feels icky. Like, if you couldn't get her on the virtue of who you are when she's in a good place, 
I just feel like you're taking advantage of somebody. And to me, that just feels like you're preying on somebody. Uh, P-R-E-Y. So I don't, I don't like the way that feels. Like to just, even with women who do that. Because there's some women who will wait until a man has broken up with somebody and wants to come comfort him with some pie. And knock, knock, knock. I heard you broke up. Rub, rub, rub. Next thing you know. And it was, you know, her homegirl that she was waiting to move out the way or whatever. So, you know, it works both ways. But again, oh, I, I've had that happen to me before I where just, I would have a couple of women hit me up and I would be like, let me guess, you just broke up with your boyfriend. Yeah. And that would be exactly it. Where they would be like, yeah, we're Did not together. I'm moving in. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt some kind of way because I'm like, okay, you're only hitting me up because you're looking for a rebound or you're looking for somebody to mm-hmm. captivate your little free time that you have now. Um, so part of me was like, mm, this seems disingenuous a bit mm-hmm. or just, uh, you know, the rebound guy. Mm. And then a part of me is like, well, damn, you know, maybe this is my opportunity to show her that, hey, you can do better, girl. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it was a, it was mixed emotions. Okay. Um, okay. But I have that, I have had that scenario happen to me before where, um, that happened to me with a coworker actually, where um, I would see her at work all the time, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't give me the time of day because she had a boyfriend. Right. So I would say good morning, she would say good morning. That would be the end of it. Right. We would have small talk, but it wouldn't go anywhere because she had a man. Right. And then you knew uh, the minute she dropped his ass, didn't you? <laughs> and then somehow this the the, the conversation actually initiated uh, like the summer after COVID. Yeah. We started chatting on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, what's new? You know, how's it going? You know, yeah. just make small talk. Just how, we always been been there, right? how we always been there. And she told me she had broken with her boyfriend. Mm. Now, she told me this about... Say your name 50 times in that conversation. <laughs> well, she told me... Well, she told me that without even, like, me even, like, asking, hey, are you single? Yeah. Are you nuts? But she kind of put that out there. So I read that, I'm like, hey, maybe this is my shot, my, my shot to kind of, yeah, so I was like, hey, we should hang out some of, you know, mm-hmm. go get tacos or something. She was like, yeah, we should. Okay, how did you have to tell Um, we, we spent a lot of time together. Uh, there was a lot of potential, but ultimately our downfall was that her words, she told me that she was still emotionally healing uh-huh. from that breakup and that. She didn't feel that she was ready to enter a new relationship because I actually was. I was like I was like about to invite her to my family cookout. So this was five months into the future from that initial conversation of the tacos. So we have been kicking the tires. I think we started chopping it up September of what? September of 2020. So that would have been. And then that's like, whoa, I'm not ready for this. It's wow. moving too fast. Yeah. And then I knew that, okay, you're you're not ready then. So yeah. I'll, I'll fall back. And right, that did, was that. Could you remain friends? Did you still say what's up? You still had small talk at the office or what? Well, we were working from home. So, because, oh, mm-hmm. you know, the whole Chatting the whole COVID up. stuff yeah, kind of right. put me at home. So, I, you know, remote. she was working from home. Mm-hmm. She was working remote. I was working remote. Um, 
But did things change? Were you still as friendly as ever, but or no? I mean, we were cool with each other, but that was pretty much the extent of it. But at that point, um, you know, I'm trying to prove it hurt. I mean, it hurt a little bit. Can we be friends or not? Like you know, people say when you break up, um, is it possible even to be friends in that scenario? I I honestly, if I I got a new man, hey, this is my ex husband. You know, I my ex wife. My thing with that would be. There's got to be something that connects you for that to make sense. Because if you're just being friends just for the sake of being friends, I feel that there's always going to be an axe to grind. Mm. Or that's always going to bring those sensations or bad memories or just bad juju. And if you remember one of the podcasts that we did when we had the life coach that was kind of an expert. I think it was Kat Toller, Mm -hmm. I think. And she said she was kind of an expert on the whole helping people get through breakups. Yeah. Ultimately, having that constant reminder of those bad moments, of that trauma, of those bad experiences, for some people, it's just a lot to overcome. Yeah. And Can't let it and go. for your new girlfriend or new boyfriend. Seeing them in your face all the time. That's, whatever. you know, mm-hmm. that to me, like, okay, if you got kids or you got a business that you both do and, yeah. you know, hey, this is the reason why I have to be friends with it because we have children together and, yeah. you know, these kids are young and... I mean, regardless of what age, right? Like, they they still have to be involved and in communication. But if there is no need basis, I feel that that can get dicey more often than not. I keep hearing you say it can get dicey. I feel like maybe you might be on the fence a little more than you were in the front end. I mean, I try to be, you know, uh, I try to keep an open mind with this. Sides, but but I, can, I, I, I try to see it from both sides, but I, I would de- I definitely... Once I feel that, okay, uh, there is potential for something with Mm -hmm. this woman, yeah, I I let it be known that, hey, these are my expectations. Like, for example, I'll give you a a clear example, right? For example, right? Let's say me and you, let's say you're my woman, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know, you know Chavis from college, Mm -hmm. and he's a good friend of yours. Mm -hmm. If you go out and get lunch with Chavis, and the streets tell me, that you got lunch with Chavis, mm. I'm gonna have a problem with yeah, that. Yeah, that's a different reaction. You feel me? That's now, if you do. tell me, hey, Poppy, hey, look, by the way, Chavis is coming into town right. for work, or he's coming to visit, visit his mama, and yeah. you know he wanted to catch him and get lunch with me. Do you want to come join us, or right. hey, I'm just gonna go and hang out with him and you know get a sandwich, and then I'm gonna be on my way. Then yeah. okay, that's that is to me. I'd be like, hey, you know what, baby girl, go handle your thing. Right. You can handle that. I can handle that. Okay. Because you're you're bringing it up to me, so to me, the transparency mm-hmm. is giving me the feel that hey, she's got nothing to hide. Right. She's being pure with her intentions. Mm-hmm. Now, if I find out from somebody else that hey, we saw your woman with some dude at <laughs> you know hell? at Red Robin Not or Red whatever. Red Robin, that's high right there, Bobby. <laughs> Well, you know, whatever you know, Chick Fil A. I don't give a damn where. It that don't might matter. be something going on with that. <laughs> I don't give a damn where it is. <laughs> then I'm gonna be like, well, how come I didn't hear about this first? Right. Why you am didn't I? Bring me a sandwich, I'm, and yeah, and I didn't get a day. Uh, yeah. Why didn't I? Why didn't I get some nuggets with that shit? <laughs> but to me, like to me, that same con- same concept, right? right? If I tell you, hey, I met up with Tina, and I went to high school with her, and you'd be like, well. When the hell were you planning on telling me about this? Yeah, it's the first time I have heard of Tina. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, or, right? <laughs> or like, um, 
And I think that's about honesty, though. I, I don't think it's really about the person as much as it is. If this wasn't a big deal, why couldn't we talk about it? That's the way I feel about it. So but here's the thing: the reason why a lot of people are hesitant about that is because they know if they if you know your partner well, you know that hey, this is going to bring up more questions. But and you ought to be able to answer it. That's what I say. Like, don't hide out. Let's talk. Okay, I saw, I did see something that I thought was really good um, research purpose. All right, so as we close out, um, we just want to thank everybody for uh, coming through on our Facebook post, for checking out our channel uh, over on YouTube, The Relationship Cycle. Uh, but I guess as we close out, um, you're married. You gonna be able to have friends or not? Yeah, absolutely. I think so. And your wife, she's gonna be able to have friends. Yes, as long as we sit down and have that conversation and set our parameters okay. and boundaries. That's fair. I'm fair. I'm I'm fair to have you know, I'm fair to have that because mm -hmm. I do have female friends that I'm literally just friends with. I've okay. never laid a fingernail or never had a romantic inkling of any sorts. Right? Were they pretty? Yes. <laughs> because that's a, because that's kind of how we you know ended up chatting it up like i told you men don't go out to bars and clubs and be like i'm really looking for a female I bestie said tonight looking for a friend. <laughs> it's oftentimes we get friend zone or she friend zones you or you friend zone her because maybe you're like you know what we're, we're just not looking for the same things or whatever yeah. maybe you're just not my type whatever the case may be well, this has been an awesome conversation. Uh, I really had no idea that people were going to come out like they did in spades. They came you out got of woodworks. <laughs> uh, go to Jorge Medina's uh, Facebook page. Uh, you can see those comments if you want to uh, just see kind of what the listenership is feeling. It was really, honestly, one of the hottest. I just did not see it coming out the gate so hot, but it was it was on fire coming out. Uh, but thank you, everyone, for listening, for supporting our show. Uh, we are working on two years this October. We are so excited about that and are looking forward to uh, doing some things to uh, celebrate that and to hopefully keep you all moving forward in your relationship cycles um, on your own. So without further ado, Poppy. Buenas noches, and thank you for your support and love to good people. Thanks for joining us today on The Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. Do you have show ideas? Email us at jorgeandnelsa at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify or anchor.fm for more great shows.